This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Life makes no meaning until you make meaning of your own life. Life is an existence until you find your purpose, then you begin to live. Life's oppositions are determined by your position in life. Life's sacrifices you make are determined by your rise in life. Life's excuses shall always excuse you from enjoying life's best. 
Life presents you with presents in the present. So live your life in the present. Life mayn't be fair, but it's fair. It's always fair. As you reap what you sow, life's pull and push can make you wise or make you like a fool in the pool. Life begins with a competition. If one, the rest is collaboration and cooperation. Life begins in the soft womb and ends here on earth in the hard wound and tomb. Written by Ebenezer Koi. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then... Ask him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollabill. Wonderful people, it is another edition of the Daily Devotional Series. I am Sandra Ahia, and with me here is our own Pastor Felix Opoku Jemfi. Please, you are welcome. Thank you. We are on lesson number 12, and it is captioned, Back to Egypt. Back to Egypt. And for the whole week's lesson, we will be going through these memory verses as well. That is Jeremiah chapter 40, verse 17 through 16. Jeremiah chapter 40, verse 17 through 16. 
Jeremiah chapter 41 through 43. Exodus chapter 16 verse 3. Exodus chapter 16 verse 3. Numbers chapter 16 verse 3. And Jeremiah chapter 44. And for our main text, it is from Jeremiah chapter 42 verse 5. May the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we do not act in accordance with everything the Lord your God sends you to tell us. May the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we do not act in accordance with everything the Lord your God sends you to tell us. Amen. Back to Egypt. Please take us through. Well, for this week, we are going to explore um, after Israel had been or Jerusalem had been laid sieged by the Babylonians. They took away the the choicest people you can think of, the the strong men, and then the youngest and brightest people into captivity, and then leaving children and then the young people or ch- children and women back home. Then King Nebuchadnezzar actually appointed another king over the, the Israelites, and that king was called Gedaliah. So we're going to look at how the whole, um, the remnant who left behind, what was happening to them, um, what were their worries, what were their challenges, and how God's mercy at some point may not be there forever. I think that's the main focus of, of this week's lesson in the, in the fact that grace is called grace all right, but grace is given by someone. And if that person decides he's tired, he cannot give you grace again, you can't force him to give it to you. Neither can he force you to get grace. So we're going to look at how, in spite of the destruction, how some of the people who were left behind still were adamant by not changing their minds um, to follow God in total. And then we'll also look at how God dealt with them leniently. So that is what the whole week's lesson is about. Thank you so much for summarizing the whole week's lesson for us. But then, why were they going back to Egypt? Well, generally, um, those who were left behind by by Nebuchadnezzar were afraid. They were actually afraid of the Babylonians coming back to destroy them. So some were leaving the land, some were running away, if I should say it that way. And the whole caption of the back to Egypt, it's, it's, it's more figurative than, than literal in, in the lesson. You would see that if you were to read from um, the Numbers chapter 16 verse um, 13, and if you read also from Exodus chapter 16 verse 3, you read about the children of Israel when they got to a place in their journey from Egypt, now we're requesting to go back. So the whole idea is to tell us how, even though we might be at the point of being delivered, we would want to go back to slavery. So back to Egypt is more like um, a figurative kind of um, topic in which he is bring, telling us how, in spite of God's constant warning, the children of Israel wanted to still be under slavery rather than to be under or be in freedom. But then we could see that everyone wants freedom. And even the earlier lessons told us that when Hananiah came to talk to them, they all wanted to hear of the good news. But this is the case by Jesus Christ has also sent his messenger to Mm -hmm. talk to them. But then they didn't listen and really wanted to go back where they came from. Yes. Why was it so? 
No, they, they wanted to go back because they couldn't trust in what the man of God is saying, if I should say so. Uh, that is where you find a mixture of our personality plus faith. And, you know, it comes with a lot of challenges for what they had witnessed. Um, it takes, a, a, should I say, deeper faith for you to really come to, to understand. But that notwithstanding, I think um, with the prophet telling them whatever that is going to happen, for it to have come to pass, they should have listened to him at this time because they had the evidence of what he had prophesied coming to pass. So that should have strengthened their faith. But I believe they were in a state of um, shock for God's own nation to be destroyed to that extent. I think they were much worried. And that's why they had wanted to get away from the land so that they would desert it and go to other places where they feel they will get security. And that is what he was trying to tell them to come back. And and many promises that went on. I think as, as we continue the lesson, you, you will find out that God then gave them a lot of promises to let them know that if they will stay in the land as the remnant people, he will take care of them. Thank you so much for taking us through the lesson. Dear friend, if you just joined us, this is Valley View Radio 97.7 and it is our daily devotional series. I am Sandra Ahia and with me here is our own pastor Felix Opokujenfi taking us through the lesson captioned Back to Egypt. Beloved, Back to Egypt is what we're looking at. And as we have all heard that even grace is grace because it's given to the undeserving but it's not forced on anyone. Why must we be willing to accept it? Dear friends, this is what we all have to put in our mindset, that Jesus Christ does not force us to do anything. He gives us our freedom to do whatever we like. But then let's take note that his words are always the best. I believe our pastor has one or two things to tell us. Well, as as we have said, um, when God wants to give us safety, it doesn't matter how messy our places may be. He still has the power to restore us to our original plan. You may be having a tattered life, wretched one, without any hope. If you will be faithful to God, he will continually protect you. He will still give you peace that human hand cannot give. So that is what I would want to encourage all of us with. The children of Israel were facing a time of um, tumult, very messy, confused state. But in all these, God's promises to, I mean, protect them was very steadfast. And all they had to do was to be very faithful to them rather than fear the arm of flesh. But they wouldn't do that. They were just afraid of human beings coming to destroy them than God protecting them. We need to be very careful and trust in the Lord with all our hearts and he will direct our path and our thoughts and all that we do. Amen. Amen. It has indeed been a great blessing to us all for listening to this wonderful message that we have installed for you. May the good Lord bless us all. Have a wonderful day. Blessed Jesus, blessed Jesus, hear all any inquiries or contribution you can contact us on plus two three three 
or plus +233244235017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF 595 Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana We will expect your feedback Welcome to the Moment of Truth. I'm your humble servant, Odro Bright Texan, from Valview University, Level 400. I take this privilege to share with you the Word of God, caption, Be a hot Christian. Be a hot Christian. Father Divine, we thank you this time. We thank you for this privilege. We commit our listeners into your hands. We commit these words into your hands. 
We pray that may you let these words have impact on us and let us become the doers of these words. In the mighty name of Jesus, have we prayed with thanksgiving. The key test is taken from the book of Revelation chapter 3, 14 to 16. That end to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans, write these things, says the Amen. The faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. Verse 16. So then, because you are lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. This message applies to all people of God who profess to believe the present truth, in which greater power of us are lukewarm professes. Most Christians of our days pretend to be Christ in the presence of of our fellow Christians in our church places and where the believers meet but in our very homes we are different in our workplaces we are different and must it be so must we have that dual character in us Laodicean does not mean lukewarm but a people judge. We are living in the time of judgment. And as the Lord looks at his people, he finds the majority are lukewarm and he desires that they understand their condition. The heart have experienced the new birth and now the necessity of daily living by the spirit the cold no they are not in a saving relationship and realize they are lost condition but the lukewarm think they are right with god not knowing that they are in a lost condition revelation chapter 3 verse 17 says because thy sayest i am rich and increase with goose, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, let's walk in humble spirit as Christians. Let's walk in humble spirit as Christians. That was the Laodicean's nature. They were thinking, they are okay, they are righteous when they're talking about holy men, holy women is found among them, or that name belongs to them. As long as they are called Laodiceans, they are partakers of the kingdom of God. So do we have the people in our days, present Christians, we're thinking we are okay, we are righteous. As long as we go to church, that is all. 
but let us walk in humble spirit as Christians. Let us be merciful about the good service Christians must offer. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 to 2 said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the basis of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, accepted to God, which is your reasonable service. The verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We must live as Christians. We must behave as Christians. We must love one another as Christ did. We must live as Christ taught his disciples so that our lives will not be different from those of the early Christians. It is by these that we can become partakers of the kingdom of heaven. It is my wish and prayer that as these words continue to ring in our hearts and minds, it will have impact on us. It will strengthen us for the soon coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It will prepare you and I for his coming. It will prepare you and I for his soon coming. That when the days are no more and he's in. Because his words, because we gave in for his words to guide us, because his words led us, we will all not be found wanting before him. This time we thank the Lord Almighty for this words. Father, we thank you this words that has come to us. It is our prayer that you help us to go by them, to live by them, to lead others to know you for your soon coming. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. AWR Ghana. Voice of Hope. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>